Yo, what is going on? How are we all doing? If you're watching this video, how are you guys doing? David? Yeah, so we know how this goes. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I, guys, I'm okay. Yeah, that's, that's fantastic. Yeah? Oh that's my fantastic. God, gross. 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 Oh. <laughs> Imagine. Gross. I thought she wants to see you fail, bro. No, never. I want to see you in it. Come on. In it. How are but you, yeah. Stacey? I'm doing all right. I'm taking it day by day. Of course. I'm coping. Love it. I'm adulting. You're amazing. Yeah, that's me. What about you, Philip? <laughs> I can't even regret it. I need, I need more wet. Um, yeah. So if you heard that in your ears, that's probably very annoying. But um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm alright. I'm cool. Uh, a lot of work, bro. People are leaving my workplace, and they're trying to make us absorb their roles for now. And it's like, because because we work in team. Like for example, today I had an edit um, that I was meant to do today. Producer didn't give me notes, um, so I was waiting because he was working on another show. So I was waiting for these notes, even though I knew my edit had to go live in the UK today and also in South Africa. Oh. And I was just like, bruv, I haven't got these notes. So I was like, all right, cool, whatever, I'll, I'll just do it myself. And as I'm sitting there, because the guy who basically usually takes our edits and t puts them on a TV schedule, he, he's gone now. So I'm just like, I just see email, this is how you're, this is how the editors are meant to do it now. Oh. This is how you're meant to get your work out there. I'm like, bruv, <laughs> you like, because what's the, I think the most annoying thing is the fact that they just want us to take other people's responsibilities without reducing our own, mm -hmm. and we're just there's just bare work to do. Um, That's not fair. Yeah, it's it's jarring. Like I was up till like two a.m. last night editing some other stuff because there's deadlines. Like there's real deadlines. There's TV. You can't just like not do stuff. So um, yeah, this, it, I mean here's here's my thing. I don't mind taking on like more responsibility. Just pay me. Do you know what mm -hmm. I mean? No hundred. But I'm gonna have to have that conversation Run with them soon. But I'm I'm only there until the thirteenth of December. Then I'm out for five weeks because. Yeah, what I did is that I put all my, not all of my, I use annual leave during the year, but I put the rest of my annual leave together, which is like two weeks, then a week off for Christmas, and then two weeks paternity leave. I'm gone. Love Deuces. That. You don't have to, you don't have to Love that. figure that out, because I'm gone. I'm but, um, take care of my son. Besides <laughs> 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 that, I think I'm cool. Um, yeah, I think I'm cool. The aftermath of the screening, which is interesting, because we haven't recorded oh, yeah. an episode in like two weeks or so. But during this episode and the previous one, we had a screening, the first screening for HSJ, which was fantastic. So dealing with the aftermath of that. So well done to the team. Well done. It's really great. It was yeah, blew me away, mate. But yeah, since we haven't introduced ourselves, my name is Phil. I'm Stacy. And it is. have it <laughs> i don't I feel hear, it I hear, I hear, I hear, it wasn't here you guys felt it right it wasn't yeah, there yeah. i mean it wasn't there yeah it's not a pleasure do you want, being there do you want us to help you build up the energy for oh me? please do yeah. yeah whatever you can do mm -hmm. to get oh, me there do oh my gosh i don't think stacy was deep what was going on <laughs> i think i was i think i, I caught know. it straight away I, I, yeah. and i was like no way david's gonna do this and then he did it and i'm just like what i didn't mean like i said i was like oh damn it okay I can't believe right. you did that. I don't think Stacey, you should still. I it is your man. It is your man, your boy, Mr. Data GDR. It is a pleasure to be in your ears. All right, all right. Let's cut out that little bit. No, I apologize. You know, sometimes it's like an out of body experience. It's like, what are you doing, David? Leave her alone. <laughs> but I'm um, gonna imagine at the same time. It's like I kind of want to see where this goes. Oh, <laughs> Phil, Phil, 
Aisha. Um, yeah, so this is the part of the show where we uh, play a little game. And the rules of this game is that one of us has to sing the words, make it and make sense to the melody of an existing song, not theme tune. Or did we say we could do theme no, tune? No, it's now? a song, so it can be any song. Don't do this to me again, bruv. Okay, that's not how songs work, David. But um, how, how does a song work, Phil? Explain it for me. Well, theme tune is not a song. A theme tune isn't a song. Uh. A theme tune isn't a song. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, but yeah, if you think All it right. is, yeah, uh, hit us up because um, we have this dispute. A theme um, tune. Okay. Is a jingle a song, David, or is it a jingle? What's what? What is a song? What yeah, is a let's, song, not, David? let's not do this. Let's what not is not a do, song, David? Let's not do this, Phil. Let's not. Let's not do this. At least you guys can see that I'm just sitting here, just like, what is not this? Not taking a side. Yeah, Stacy's out of frame. <laughs> <laughs> We framed her out. <laughs> no. no, he's rude, isn't it? He's rude, isn't it? We could never do that. Um, but yeah, Stacey, you got a song for us? You're going to sing it? I got a little song. song. Yeah, so you got to sing a song with Before, the words make yeah. it and make sense. We got to guess it. Sorry to interrupt you, Phil. Like, it's one thing to hear me do, like, my silly things, like, in the pod. And it's another thing, it's another thing to see me, like, be silly, like, and my facial movements. How stuff. was that for you? I'm I, guessing you watched the last one back and you're yeah. just like, oh my god. <laughs> Literally, I was like, I'm an animation. Like, wow, that's good. All I do is like, like I'm not even a serious human being. Like, oh, wow. No, but it's because genuinely, sidetracking real quick, guys. Genuinely, like, my favorite characters in animations are like the silly ones. Like, mm. you know, you have, okay, so have you guys watched Home? Uh, no, no you haven't watched. Okay, mm. so Big Mouth. Yes, Big Mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Bubble bath. <laughs> yes. <laughs> See. That's the one. Yeah. yeah. So, like, do you know the character Lola? Mm-hmm. Love her. Like, I just love her. I just love her antics. I love her voice. I just love that she's got a deep voice and a woman's body, and she's just mad. Like, mm. what's well, a woman playing a child's role, right? they're all adults voicing these characters by all (laughs) means but i feel like it must be a man playing her because why is the voice so deep (laughs) some women have deep darren has a deep voice don't you think not really no try to remember her voice in your head right now she has a deeper voice like then most but not like okay probably for a woman her her register's quite low but i've heard lower i've heard lower she sings tenor sometimes she's a great tenor yeah she was my tenor leader in university wait what you guys went to the same uni yeah oh so you were saying about animated characters, what? voice acting? Voice acting? No. Do you know what? I was just saying, yeah, I like animated mm. characters. And then when I was watching it back, I was like, Stacey, you're so animated. You're mm. her. So you could do voice acting. Or I'm just animated. But <laughs> you, you, you could... said it in a way that's like, you don't like that. No, <laughs> it's awkward to watch sometimes, but also it makes me like, feel like I get it. Like I get myself. And... Uh, assuming you didn't understand yourself before. I did, but I got it more. Ah, like so you, I don't, got you don't a... watch your stuff your, yourself back much, do you? No. Why? It's all as an actor. What's that yeah, like? Yeah, like I am self-critical to the silly degree. Like if I don't listen well in a scene, I'm annoyed. And then someone asks me, "How was it?" And then I'm like, "You don't want to know." Because every time someone asks me, "How was it?" It's never just like, "Yeah, it was actually really good." And this is what I'm like. I could have done better because I recognised like I didn't do this and the line was actually this and I didn't say it and in not saying it I actually 
like affected yeah. the other actor that I was yeah. with and yeah yeah, but no one wants to hear that stuff, innit? No it's one so wants jarring, to hear it. right? Sometimes yeah. you want to actually just be really real about your performance, and then people just want to hear, yeah, it was fun. It was good. <laughs> I had so much fun. It was, it was interesting. But um, a lot of the times people be like, oh, you're not seeing what I saw. I'm like, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I thought, yeah, I thought yeah. that was the whole point of the conversation. <laughs> That's how the dynamic started. <laughs> like, no, for real. They, but, yeah. yeah Stacey, you got a song? I got a song. Sorry, guys. So we're back on track. Um, What is my song? Uh, Okay. Make it make Thames. make it sense. I've done it's this before. Right. It's Thames. Make it make make it sense. Make it make it make make it make. Alicia make, Keys. Make, make. Yes. I ain't got you. Yes. What? <laughs> <laughs> Did you not if get I that? If I didn't get that song, that wasn't the song. <laughs> did you not get that? What did you, what, where, were you, where was your head going? I was so confused. I know what's going on. I was enjoying her lovely voice. I was. Where, but I just you, didn't know the you, song. You were not close at all. Make it, I thought she did a... It was quite obvious. Okay, now... Make it, make, wait, do it again. Make it, make, make it, make... Okay, no, you weren't doing that before, yeah, though. Yeah, I didn't hear that. That was, a, that was that, a... Yeah. That, see, but I was talking was, over you at the beginning. That was layers so to what you just that. did. <laughs> But before, it was very broken up. It was like, it right? this could be any song right now. <laughs> no, no, do you know what was burning? <laughs> I don't like you. Do you know what was burning, David? Mm. I actually thought you were going to get it. Like, oh, Phil was like no. a mu- I thought oh, Phil wasn't even no. listening to me. I let you down. No, your hand was like, oh, I said, he I mean, that's the thing, because right at the beginning, I wasn't like, I wasn't listening. It was only halfway through. That I was oh. like, oh, I see what she's doing there. It was, it was glaringly obvious. No? I think you put me off when you kept saying Thames. Uh, <laughs> blame it's you and not take accountability for my actions. Fair, fair enough. <laughs> because why take accountability, right? Exactly. <laughs> what is that even? Fair enough. Well, if you guys got it, if you think Stacey did a great job, comment below. If um, if you oh, think yeah. she did a... Yeah, yeah, we have that now. <laughs> we do that now. Oh, he's doing a bit much. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we can actually put our singing techniques out for critique now. Because oh. people could actually say... That's not what he was doing. <laughs> nah, because if you look at 2 minutes 15, yeah, when yeah, his voice went yeah. up, that means he wasn't... But yeah. It was the crescendo. Yeah, he, you did, know? he, he didn't crescendo. He didn't crescendo, you know? right? No, he didn't crescendo, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, guys, so we are three episodes into the final, the ultimate, the finale of Insecure. We are three episodes in. Stacy just rolled her eyes with such vigor and 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 animosity that makes me feel like I should stop talking, allow her to speak, and rant. Go on. No, I wasn't even gonna rant. Yeah, I'm just like. Oh, she actually rolled her eyes in a happy way. I was literally. I was like, Can you do? Thank that? you for the show. Oh. Big up, big up, big up. Honestly. They are great. They are great. And do you know what confuses me? Yeah. It's like twenty something minutes. No, like thirty. Is it thirty? Yeah. yeah it's like on the cusp. Like, so, like the last one was like 27, 28, You know. Basically, what I mean? they're they're always guaranteed to nowadays be above twenty five for sure. Oh. But mm. they haven't had like a twenty minute, twenty to twenty five minute episode since like season one. I don't think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ever since like okay. stream, not okay. Stream has been a thing for a very long time. But ever since like maybe season three or something like that, it's just been yeah, like thirty minutes. 30 minute stories that's how kind of how it is on like atlanta now mm. early season of atlanta were like 20 something minutes now it's just th- they just do what they want which is fantastic um well yeah just like i always get like astounded that 
they can say so much in so little time <laughs> I, i'm just like well done guys because i enjoyed i enjoyed this episode particularly more episode, than three. episode three episode three was phenomenal like i and when david said it david was in group chat i was like oh, what did david say in the group chat he was like what did you say i said this episode going stupid crazy yeah and i was like oh it's gonna be something like Probably romance or comedy, like some. Design. Why would you say that? Because that's you. Uh, that's what the hell? Yeah, that, like was that was a personal attack. That was a personal attack. Here we go. Ugh. And then I watched it, and it was giving. Like it was, it was a car crash. It was a beautiful car. Crash. Oh, beautiful car. Crash. And do you know what? I watched it twice. Yeah, and. I, I, I was like, I don't, I don't, I'm not on anyone's side. <laughs> I was like... So t- so, tell me about that. So what was that the first time you watched it versus the second time? The first time I watched it, for some strange reason, I was on like... So I've never been... <laughs> I thought you going to say drugs. <laughs> I've never been... Sorry, just to cut that out because I tend to do this a lot. Um, I've never been someone who's like, dislike Condola. Like, I've never disliked her. Has I've, anyone disliked Condola? Oh my god. Oh, days. they broke? On Twitter, they call her condolences. They don't like her. They it's like coronavirus. Her. You know, like yeah. the different names that people had for coronavirus. Mm-hmm. That's what they were calling yeah, yeah, her. Yeah. Like, oh, wow. They yeah. really wow. dislike her. And okay. to be fair, some of my friends also really dislike her. For real? Really dislike her. And I'm like, but she's just living her life. She didn't even judge me. She was like, no, I can see, I can see why. Like her, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Were, this, this is what I sorry to cut you off, but this is what I particularly like about Insecure is the fact that, like, they do create such polarizing characters. Mm. But I've never, I personally, because when Condola was out, I was on Twitter at the time, I'm not on Twitter at the moment, but like, when Condola came into the stories, I didn't see that much. But I saw mixed, I, I saw mixed reviews on all the other characters, but not, not really Condola. Mm. I think people just didn't care, uh, from what maybe the, the tweets I was seeing or whatever. Um, but yeah, that's that's uh, that's what I think is commendable about the show is the fact that like they create such polarizing characters and also situations and yeah. dynamics between people. Like I saw this episode, episode three. Um, so just if you, if you haven't seen it, it's not not really a spoiler, but it explores um, Lawrence and Condola and how they're gonna co-parent, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I saw I saw the episode and I'm like, <sighs> I, I I had a feeling it was just gonna completely split people apart, mm-hmm. um, and then. Cause I, I can kind of tell that because yeah, I don't know if you guys caught this yeah, but what's um Ama- Amanda Seals's character's husband? Tiffany. Tiffany. Oh. What's her husband's name again? I don't Guy know. with the glasses. The guy with the glasses. <laughs> Did you notice um at the bit b- birthday party they 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 it's like they kept trying to make it seem like I know deadbeat dads exist. I'm trying to not be that mm-hmm. because that would have been the default mm-hmm. had he not said that, which is I think is um. It's interesting that they they probably feel like they have to say that, but I'm like, okay, I, I get it, I get why you, I get what you have to say because it ultimately is the, the default with that. So basically, it's like if we're gonna make because Lawrence isn't blameless, Condola isn't blameless. Mm-hmm. If we're gonna give Lawrence blame, what does that look like? And it can't automatically just look like the deadbeat dad mm-hmm. because that's too easy. It's mm-hmm. too simple. They just if they did that, I would have just been like, no, nah, you weren't really trying here, mm-hmm. right? I don't know if I, I didn't I didn't get the impression of it that did you guys get an impression Absolutely of it? No. Bro, he was trying. Like he had the one moment where like obviously he had he finished working late, mm-hmm. he was looking at his suitcase and then he had to send that Ash Angle make it text. And it's like in that moment, my, my immediate reaction was, Oh, he traveling, he going down that path. And then I was like, Brother, that's a long flight. And he's legitimately tired. San Francisco to LA, that's great. That's like 
you can fully empathize with him in that moment, but also it's like, but who gonna take care of the kid? You know, so it, it they, they they did really well to like, as you're saying, you can't just look at Lawrence and be like, you should have just got on that flight because it's not that easy. I was so I was so hoping I didn't see anything like that or hear anything mm-hmm. like that. Like, mm-hmm. what do you mean just be there, be a dad? What do you mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this is okay. Ultimately, I see this episode as a cautionary tale. <laughs> Someone yeah. called it a contraception episode. Oh, say it. Again. Well, I mean, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> say I again. wouldn't say that. I believe that. I wouldn't say that. But I, 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 I see it as a <laughs> as a cautionary tale of why committed relationships, I, i.e., marriage or whatever you want to call it, um, whatever you want to do. They're so important to raising children because if not, the only person that loses is the child. Mm-hmm. Like they had a full-on argument while holding the child in the kitchen, yeah. and oh I was thinking, was "Oh scary. my gosh, scary! Oh my they gosh!" Because the thing, I, the thing is, I've seen that in real life. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I know what that turns into. I know what that can turn into for the child as well. But I'm just like, bruv, like if anyone's out here taking sides, they're missing the point, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But sorry, Stacey. Yeah. Um, no, like, yeah, just the whole episode was just, like, sad. Like, I was generally just, like, like, I, I'm, I want to watch it, like, a third time because yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Like, all the characters as well, like, Kiki Palmer's character. Oh, I, loved sis, so I loved it. Oh, my, oh my days. One thing that I really loved as well is when the mum was, like, saying hello to Lawrence, I could see her mum mm. decide to be positive. Like, mm-hmm. I could see the decision yeah. the woman made was, like, hi like i'm gonna be positive in this moment mm. and even the first so there's gonna be bare spoilers from me personally i'm really sorry <laughs> enough, let's get into this okay if you haven't watched the episode please go and watch the episode spoiler warning on episode three of insecure and probably episode one and two if you ain't watched those either yeah. the they're unrelated let's be real i mean honestly if she talks, like talks about episode three she's obviously not talking about episode one and two like i really i mean but just the fact in. that shut up phil <laughs> No, but for real, like just a little, it was very nuanced. There was like just little moments that I was like, mm, I felt it. And no, there was also really like great humor moments. Oh yeah. Like, and there was like awkward humor moments as well. But I got it, man. I got it. And yeah, it seems hard raising a kid when you're not together and you don't like each other. It shows. Like The thing is, I never got the impression that they don't like each other. Do you know what I mean? Like, she especially like if, him. no, 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 not like romantically, like as in a detest. I don't, I never get the impression that there's a detest for each other. I get the impression that there's a paradigm that them guys agree to. Not, not talking about the kid. I'm talking about when he said to her in a, in a previous season, um, just text me with the updates, basically. Mm-hmm. Just let me know what's going on. And then that suddenly became a problem for him. And he, she's like, bruv, you told me to just text you with the updates. I don't know what you're on about. Do you know what I mean? And then obviously that can grow into a form of dislike. But I never get the impression that, and I think this is the almost the the interesting thing about s- such paradigms is that like it's not really the person that the person is um, that the individual would be annoyed at. It's usually the situation, and then that can come out at the person if that makes sense. Condola. So personally, I I don't know about you guys. I'm sure you got the impression, but I never get the impression that Condola hates him or doesn't like him. I get the impression that the circumstance that they're in, he's just a recipient of that. So it's like well. It, take Lawrence out and put someone else with a different personality it's the situation it's not really the the person no I hear that I hear that because if you do but also I feel like the way even like when you said when he was like update me (laughs) that was his L Yeah, yeah, that was his L you should have done that I feel like it was adding to the dislike of him especially when she was going through such like a vulnerable moment but also like this is my first kid as well and 
like okay like and oh he said something that really he was like you made the decision you blew my life yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah 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 and then i was like you're throwing this in her face but this is this is the but interesting thing sorry Carol, this is the interesting thing abortion laws are different in different states so in some states men have no say whatsoever whether the child comes into into the world or not you see what i'm saying so in some states i don't know i don't know if it's specifically um la but in some states like i said a guy will have no bearing on what happens after um the conception of the child mm-hmm. so saying you blew my life up could be actually true it just be the mean thing to say if that makes sense no but by all means but also you didn't have to stay no he didn't he didn't and but that doesn't make what he's saying like less true no but, I, but the way he was saying it it was like an attack on her yeah that's like, what i'm saying he was saying it it's like yeah i was like he's i was just like bro what do you want here like what's the goal because i feel like i knew what his goal was i wasn't quite sh- sure like what her goal was at first i could understand like what she wanted and then as the as the seat um the episode was going on i was like to even but i know she does want like i couldn't get it she just got into moments because she was even defending him at some times and i was like yeah yeah that's the yeah. nuance bit this is why i don't think she doesn't like him mm-hmm. she doesn't have to defend him to kiki palmer's character to her sister do you know what i mean there was a little glimmer in her eye when he said that he wanted to be there yes. for the next thing and yeah. i think that was a very important moment to show Ooh. but i think you can i feel like liking someone and disliking i feel like especially when you've been intimate with them and romantic with them firstly there's a way that you want to also like defend your choices so it's like yeah i'm not a complete idiot like i wouldn't pick someone who's yeah. like a complete mm. dummy yeah. Yeah, yeah. but also like i feel like there's still always gonna be something there to a degree for well i don't know actually always but for her maybe there is like a little bit of like it would be nice like because they didn't seem like the relationship was complete like toxic it didn't seem mm-hmm. like it was a horrid relationship it was a horrid situation yeah but the rela- but, uh, and uh, yeah like you're saying just conflicting man this, 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 this is the thing like with condola situation and this is what a lot of mothers go through period so whether so this is why like being in a committed relationship or marriage is the best idea to raise a child especially the way the society set up because the reality is he Lawrence has to provide. He has to work to provide, which means working means he may not be there where he when he says he wants to. Like the situation that we saw. But then also on Cadola's part, I've heard this situation with mothers quite often, um, whether they're in marriage or not, is when they 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 say that they're willing to let someone look after the child so they can have time apart or whatever. But then when it actually comes down to it, they're like, I don't really want to let my child go in right now. And it's hip. It's not. It's not. It's contradictory. But it's like I get it. I don't. I don't. I don't blame my mother if she goes. Oh yeah, I want you to look after my child today. When um, sorry, tomorrow. When tomorrow comes, you're like, no, no, no. Actually, I don't. I don't. Like, I get it because things aren't working in their mind as logically as other people would maybe want them to if if we're adhering to a schedule. Because the reality is, obviously, obviously I'm not a mother, but the reality is when someone is a mother what they're saying and how they're feeling sometimes are just completely different so if you have a scenario where a dad says oh i'll, I'll, I'll take the child oh yeah i'll take the child and he actually comes to take the child and he actually actually no i don't want you to take the child it sounds mad but mandem kind of just have to take i don't think they have to take that l but i feel like if you make this an issue be prepared for this to be an issue 
Like you know when he says I'm gonna t- I'm gonna get my child no matter way and obviously yeah, you're attracted. Bro, <laughs> it has to it, like she if you if you want it to be an issue, it has to go in that direction, and that's mm-hmm. the sad thing about it. Do you know what I mean? Like especially in this country, man, a lot of man them, and this is what I kind of didn't want to share, but I'll share it because I'm 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 in the I'm in the flow. <laughs> but there's a lot of dads who don't even bother fighting for custody custody or don't even bother trying all this stuff because they just know it's an L. Straight up, they almost they have to damn near prove that the mother is crazy before they can get their child or even get a fair look in, in paternity courts. So when Lawrence was doing his thing, I'm just like, I hear it, but yeah, you, the mother's probably not the one you want to piss off right now. Do you know what I mean? But I get why, I get why Condola's doing what she was doing. Like she says, oh yeah, come take the child. He came, like no, I wait to take the child. I what do you guys you. think of the episode? Was you, what was your take? Absolutely loved it. What do you um, love? I don't, I'm just, you know, I, I, I'm very much in a season of like my favorite content right now is stuff that shows the complexity of human relationships, but still does enough to affirm their beauty, and that's what insecure is for me. That's a tweet. Honestly. <laughs> Come on, man. But um, and like that's what this episode was like. It was beautiful seeing just how badly Lawrence wanted to be involved, and it was beautiful seeing Condola have that glimmer of hope when he said he wanted to get involved, and it was beautiful seeing the apology at the end, despite everything that happened. The moment on the plane, the moment where Condola was like, "I don't trust you," like all of that bit enough for the conclusion at the end to be like, "Rah." They're just really trying here, and that's so real. It's so refreshing, and I, I just, I just love it. I hope it works out, you know. And it just left me really rooting for them. And I feel like, you know, having that feeling after watching something, it's just, it's positive vibes, isn't it? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, how about you, Philip, mate? Um, I thought it was a good episode. I thought it was um, written beautifully. I, I think I look at all these episodes in context of the larger season. And right now, I just don't understand where Insecure is supposed to be going right now. I, 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 I you guys are, <laughs> flip's sake. I was just like, bruv, what are we doing here? You know, like, <laughs> stop laughing, dude. I'm so <laughs> You're so destructive, bro. <laughs> I love it. Because I can look at that as a short film and be like, oh, that's amazing. Yeah. But I'm still like, I've, I've seen Lawrence since season one. Is this what, like, because it looked so close booky. Like, it looked conclusive. I'm like, is this where we're leaving Lawrence, bruv? <laughs> I've been Lawrence Hive since season one. Mm. Is this where we're leaving him? Is this... He had more than this. His story was more than this. And it seemed like his story has just been reduced. Me, but uh, that's how I see it. But, uh, yeah, I'm just like, this whole season, I'm just like... I mean, three episodes in, maybe out of, what, ten or something like that? I'm just like... I don't understand what was supposed to be happening. But maybe that's, maybe that's a good thing. Maybe I'm going to be surprised. Because, you know, like... Because, you know, when you, when you know it's your final season... Mm. Mm, you do you, t- you tend to close books on chapters mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Is this this is different from getting cancelled? Like when you cancel, <laughs> that's open ended. But like when you know it's the final season, you'll go, oh, okay. I wonder how they're gonna resolve this storyline mm-hmm. and that storyline. And I'm just I don't understand what is going on. No. I and I don't like the fact that I don't understand it. But Stacey? that's kind of beautiful. I like that. I don't know. Beautiful. She on. said my confusion is beautiful. I like I like not knowing sometimes because I can't predict stuff and then. There's excitement and like scene and like oh that's what you went with okay okay fair enough fair enough like do you do you but just yeah as a whole the episode was 
really lovely i love i loved it i loved it like i said i wasn't expecting it especially because david said he liked it I'm <laughs> she was expecting it to be bad because i liked it stacy rate me please i do rate me, please. i do i do i do but no i was just joking guys but um yeah as a whole like i think i'm also like you david like i just i love when things aren't straightforward and you can see the character struggle like the way they just filmed everything and it was so artistic and they just tried to and they they just succeeded i was gonna say they tried like but they succeeded like it was beautifully shot i loved so many things in there the conversations that were had even the little conversations even when lawrence was talking to kelly and lawrence was like <laughs> is everyone here and kelly's like everyone is where they need to be like <laughs> everyone i associate with it's thriving yeah, in abundance yeah, yeah. talk about Limitless. it <laughs> i was like kelly baby oh, like no i'm i'm really really enjoying insecure well what did you guys think of like the previous episodes or can we talk about that no, i kind of already mentioned it someone tweeted that the previous episodes were boring i thoroughly enjoyed them anyway and um yeah but david was it gonna be ever a circumstance where you're not gonna enjoy no it, it wasn't because i love everything <laughs> No, I've had to had com- ha- I've had to have conversations about it with someone else before. I've been like, oh dear. actually, yeah, it's actually really like I. This was my favorite one so far. Yeah, favorite episode favorite? so far. Oh, oh, I thought you meant season. No, 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 oh, no, 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 no. Damn, favorite episode so far. Um, but yeah, the, the first two were what boring. No, they weren't boring. They were just you know getting into the flow. But like the first one was really great, and the second one was actually. Do you know what the second one? It like gave. I felt I felt Molly, man, and it was like for her. I felt it like I felt oh, her in that second. Someone one. actually likes Molly. I, I like Molly. Molly. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got no issue with her. I found myself in bare TV Issa conversations last oh, season. Gosh. Oh gosh, oh gosh. I was really? like, dang. I ain't trying to back it that hard. People feel I like just back it because we're both like Nigerian. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I really do oh, enjoy man. Molly as a character and. Mm. It's the fact that she's so flawed sometimes, but we all are. It's like the clear flaws that we have, we don't notice ourselves and we don't see it. And it's the moment when Molly sat down and she was like, I think, what is it? Was it a conversation she was having or? And she flashed back to her other. Yeah. 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 And then I was like, so she didn't see it then? (laughs) You didn't see all of that then? Now you see it? Okay. Sometimes it takes five seasons. No, but this is my thing. Honestly, what was what's going on with Molly's character? That's what I want to be happening mm. with the whole si- whole series. Like you know how the end of season four kind of kind of set up that like Lawrence and Issa were gonna try again, mm-hmm. and then at the start of season one, season <laughs> five, they just dead it. I was nope. so happy. Right? I was so happy. Yeah, man. Right? But the thing is, I'm like, I think it would have been so interesting to see Lawrence and Issa as they've changed, not necessarily as a couple, but at least for a couple episodes. Do you I get what I'm saying? See, I didn't want to see Because Issa's different from season one. Lawrence is different from season one. That would have been interesting to see. We didn't see much of that. We saw a conversation where everyone's like, oh my God, they're walking through clouds. And it's like, it's amazing. And then he stood in front of a red wall and she stood in front of a blue Season one. four, episode eight. Like that. At the 22nd minute. That's my Easter egg video, bro. Yeah, man. Do you know how many messages I got? I feel you're going to love this episode. I'm like, Nick. <laughs> But yeah, um, I would I think I would have been interested, man, to see the the, the growth. I hear that. That's, that's a Kelly reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see yeah. the growth in all the characters, but I mean, I guess we ain't gonna see it. We never know. We never. Know. I hear that. Still got time. I had a conversation with a friend yesterday, actually, and I was like, 
I love the girls that don't need closure as much as the girls that do need closure. I'm such a closure person. Like, I always want to talk things through and give people the benefit of the doubt and be like. Stacey does an exit interview for her boyfriend's oh, girls. So, how do you think that went? No! <laughs> <laughs> no, legit. Do you think me. you were your best self? Literally, I'd be asking questions. I'm. Oh, no, I'm not even going to get into do you know how long that will that be, bro? That was a joke and it was true, bro. bro. That's what we, dude, imagine bro. someone breaks up with you and then they send you like a, a, a questionnaire. And then like <laughs> it's on one of them survey monkey things. It's good for you to know these things because it's actually good questions that you need to reflect on before you enter your next imagine, relationship. Bro. Because but legit, from you though? From Leave me, me alone, no, bro. I do, I do it so kindly. Like, I'm just like, oh, so we start like, ugh, I'm not even going to get into it. Oh no my one. God. So we start like, no, I actually no want to, I really want to hear this, but yeah, most of the time. Most of the time. <laughs> but I had a conversation with a friend and I was just like, I love girls that need closure, girls that don't need to. And no, I love more the girls that don't need closure because I'm not that type of girl. You know, I'd love to tap into that girl and the girl that can just be like we're done and walk away from it she could just be like hey yeah i can't do this anymore because you know do you think the girls that needed closure felt the relationship more or do you think okay i feel like it's it's just an individual experience like i don't understand what that means that just sounds very hippie (laughs) like each to their own whoever like if i felt it more it's an individual i can't Here's a, here's a quotation I want to see if you agree. It's from Hills Off, an episode of Hills Off. Um, big up them, man. Uh, big Jeez. up Josh. Um, Mercedes Benson says she feels like closure is actually quite selfish. What do you think about that, Stacey? Stacey's thinking. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking. thinking oh my goodness. Honestly, um, closure is selfish. Closure is selfish. Closure is selfish. Mm, I'm Try to, to get like remove all stigma and connotations of the word. Just see it for what it is. Mm, I g- okay. 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 So? De- depends if it's one-sided. Oh, as in, if you you're the only person that goes looking for closure, you yeah. Don't accept the, the yeah. 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 Okay. If the other person's happy to, always looking for closure as well, is happy to you know yeah, yeah. have the conversation, yeah. then cool. If it's just you looking for it, then of course yeah, because I'm looking enough. for it. That's fair enough. Okay. Cool. Well, yeah. So insecure. Um, this is this thing, I don't even know what, actually, and I did, did I see the preview for the next episode? Oh yeah, we're back at Visa, and then, uh, I think I saw them at the beach. Do you guys watch previews? No. I don't, no. No? And promos? Should. Oh. You should. You should. I should. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alright. Um, well, dang. Alright, cool. Well, guys, so, there's, there's, there's something I want to talk about. Um, What's that? So, I, I know what, I, I know David's one, but. Oh. Stacey, would you say. I, I think I know if I'm wrong. Okay. I'll, no, I'll yeah. Actually, I would I'll probably like to be wrong. I would have given like, Even if I learn. say you're wrong, you're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> Stacey, could you think of a quality within you that you think is like really good? Something that you like you work on? Like you think it's, um, like if you think this is something that people should see in me if they were to describe me um, and, and they should value it. Like a quality, like a character trait or something. Letting people be themselves. Like I have a lot of space and patience for letting people be themselves so if you were in a relationship right Mm -hmm. and let's say david is being funny Mm -hmm. right or making people laugh giving people joy if you're in a relationship so david your question if you're in a relationship and after a while you find out that you you really like the girl you're like you're you're cool but you burn that (laughs) sure but (laughs) she (laughs) you find out that she actually doesn't think you're funny Mm. like she laughed because she knows what it does for you oh 
like she could tell that it makes you happy to make other people happy so she laughed for that reason and it's not like she's lying she genuinely wants to see you happy so she's laughing right but she doesn't think you're funny like if she were to say what funny is she wouldn't say you that's yours yeah i was stew on it and then stacy if you're in a relationship with a dude and then like again everything's great you guys are cool um but he doesn't necessarily value the whole let, letting people be themselves thing the way you think you are good at it if that makes sense like mm. he do, he probably thinks that you're not as good as, a, as you think you are mm. how do you think you guys will navigate that type of scenario where a trait or quality and this is the question to everyone where a trait or quality that you see in yourself that you think is valuable or, or nice or you think you're good at the person you're with just doesn't I would have a conversation She'd with them. She'd end the relationship and I have an exit <laughs> interview. <laughs> so everybody sent your email. Get back to me within three to five business days. The thing My is, people talk to your guys. people. The thing is, yeah, if someone doesn't want to continue a conversation, this is what's confusing with me. Like, mm. you can end the call. I'm always happy. I'm, I don't always give people an exit of, from the exit. Like, I'm like, if you, you don't have to have this conversation, let me know when it's getting overwhelming or if I say anything that you don't like. Mm. So they want it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. Sure, sure. sure. <laughs> I asked for consent before. That's good. Always ask for consent. Oh, no. What's it called? So uh, how would I handle that situation, um, that scenario? They, just don't, would, they don't think you're as good at letting people be themselves as you do. I would... How would it even come up? I would be like... I'd probably have a conversation about it. I'll be like... Okay, so what... So this is what I think I'm good at. Um, what do you see? Like, how good do you think I am at it? Or yeah. what do you see that I'm doing that looks like I'm good at it as well? Yeah. And I would love to get feedback. Uh, if you tell me that I'm not that good at it, I'd be like, okay, what do you think I can do in terms? Because this is something that I generally want to continue to work on because mm-hmm. I do work on it myself. And yeah, mm-hmm. what do you think I can do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'll just, I'll just speak to them about it because... I understand as well, like the way, like our previous conversations and mm-hmm. one other pod, like I can think I'm doing something really well, but it's not coming across that way. Mm-hmm. And I understand as well, like I have a tolerance level that fluctuates. It really fluctuates. Mm-hmm. I can be so tolerant and then catch me at the wrong time. I will excuse myself from everything. I'm like, I just don't have the capacity for this, but thank you very much. But yeah, I have a conversation. So if everyone, that. if everyone else says, "Oh no, Stacey's really good at that," but then like your boyfriend or let's say, okay, let, you know, let's make this real. Your fiance, yeah, was yes. like, that seems nah, wild. Nah, <laughs> she ain't as good. It as would you never get to fiance. Let it get that far? <laughs> they would never. And no, but think, my, I think I'm asking it in this way to like, it's almost like a blindside. Like it's, mm. it's like, well, I didn't mm. see this coming. So. Would, I would really be like, so like, describe me. Like, describe no, but this let's is let's be real. If they're, if they're your fiance, they've probably seen you to a better degree than most people. Yeah, not for a longer duration, but yeah, the quality is better. Legit, which is why I'm asking, what are you yeah. seeing? Like, I'm gonna be like, so what do you see me like? What describe me yeah. to me, please? Like, it will completely destroy her world. No, but <laughs> what even is going on? Fam, <laughs> even before I speak to someone yeah. or like I get a little bit. No, I don't even get serious. Even if someone tells me you like me, I'm yeah, like, yeah. so why do you like me? And oh, what makes geez. me different? How does, how does that, Opening that, and closing how does that go? How does it that goes go really thing? well. Do you know what's funny about it? I see so many conversations, yeah, and I hear conversations with guys where they're like, they don't like being asked that question. Mm. It seems like you really enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, St- Stacey? I like 
I like knowing okay. things. Yeah, no, that's fair. I like knowing things. And I like actually understanding if you see me for what I see myself for as well. Yeah. yeah. So I always, because I asked that question, I'm like, so why do you like me? And what makes me different? Like, for you to like me? Like, I why think, do you think we're compatible as well? I think most guys will and lie. There's, there's a right answer to that question. There's definitely a right answer. That's why most guys will lie. Mm. But the thing is, yeah, I don't want the airy, like, I don't want the... The, the nice Okay, answers. let me give you a truth, yeah? Okay. Let me give you a truth. I want to see how this plays out. Okay. Because I'm, I'm almost going to say it's verbatim from a video I watched, right? Oh, dear. This isn't to say that a person is not interested in you. Yeah. They don't find you attractive. And this isn't to say that... Um, yeah, it just isn't to say those things. Like you, in this in this case, you would have to assume that the person's interested in you and they still and they find you attractive. Mm-hmm. But what they're saying still stands, okay. right? So it's not an insult. Probably going to sound that one. <laughs> okay. So if the guy, so if you were like, so what is it that you like, or what, why, why do you like me and all that stuff? And the guy goes, well, to be honest, at this point in my life, you're as good as it gets. Mm. Yeah. David is shocked. Yeah. And what am I supposed how, to say? How would you how take? How do you? How do you think you take that? Because obviously, you will never know until you're in the scenario. But mm. how? How do you think you take that? I would ask you to go on. Say I wish to get out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd be like, say more. Oh, expand. I'm yeah. saying, go on. No, on your <laughs> no, I'd ask you to continue, please. Go I want to know more as to like what that means to you, because maybe I'm reading it differently to how you that want me you to. You are the most attractive woman that I could have found at the time. So I spoke to you. Um, the way my life is right now, I feel at the most confidence to talk to a woman. So I spoke to you because assuming that the guy would have moved to you because you're never going to move to a guy ever, right? Stacey moved to someone in the past week. <gasps> no, I meant that as like, I didn't answer that because that's true. <laughs> but yeah, um, so um, the guy's at the most confidence. So that's why he spoke to you. Um, he's, he's, he's got a decent job right now. So he feels like he can be in a relationship because he has an expectation to provide or what have you. Um, basically, when, when he says that you're as good as it gets right now, it's like things aligned for this scenario. But who knows if it was a different scenario, I might not be with you. Mm. So the reason why I'm with you is because things happen to align the way they did. And that's fair. I'd be like, that says more about you than it does about me. And then they break up. And then we break <laughs> up. <laughs> that says, I literally asked you a question about I me and that. you said, well, where I am in life, you fit. What I'm doing, you fit. Yeah. What I'm, I'm like, mm-hmm, okay. Yeah. So you need a therapist. Damn. No, I hear that. I hear that. I hear that. Yeah, he didn't comprehend my question. That's oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I mean, I, remember I went on the assumption that you're asking, like, why are you with me? Basically, oh, type. no, what's I want to, I want to, like, what about you, David? So David, someone, your, your girl, your fiance, she don't find you funny. She's now told you she don't find you funny, she, and she only laughs because she knows what it does for you. It's a tough one because there, there's layers to it. On the one hand, I have an insecurity where I don't really think I'm funny anyway. Yeah, he makes comedy. <laughs> All right, you know, there's that. And then there's on the other hand where it's like comedy, as much as there's a science to comedy, there's some things that people find funny, some things other people don't find funny. So there's that. And then on the other hand is imagine I'm with my people. I'm doing up jokes, everyone's laughing. I turn to her, she's <laughs> screwing me. No, but in that scenario, she, she probably she wouldn't screw she's you. Trying. Okay. She's trying. She knows well, what it does for you. But then again, it's like the knowledge that no, you ain't laughing. At me. <laughs> you, you you ain't really laughing, is you? You you pulling this on. This is an act. That will play. It'll play in your mind. It'll, it'll be in playing mind. in my mind, and I just be like, 
so so it's a tough one. It's hard to be in this. Obviously, like we haven't factored in like how big's her bum and like do you know what I mean yeah, important things. The woman is only her assets, right, David? That was a joke, but now you said it like it was a fact, and now I feel bad. (laughs) But no, no, honestly, honestly, I I feel like what I probably try and do, like if it's like fiance, then obviously man loves this girl. You know, I'm soft. Like when I love someone, like you know what I mean. Man ain't going nowhere because you got me, bro. You think you're firm? I I I would have to like try and basically because I as much as I'm like a comedy guy, ultimately I'm an entertainer. And that means I have the ability to tap into different languages of entertainment. So I have to find what her language of comedy is and basically try and speak that. And I think it's just a, it's an adjustment. Oh, so you'd make, you make the effort to... Yeah, you gotta, you gotta try and find it. And if that doesn't work, you're gonna keep trying? If it doesn't work, then we'll just live in a very sad household. Do you think there's, do you think there's ever gonna be a scenario where you go, I don't know, she just don't find me funny, I guess it is what it is. I mean, I guess at that point you'd have to. Yeah. It burned, but that's why you know you get a side chick or something. <laughs> Idiot. Okay. <laughs> because that's not for not for like beating, just yeah. to make them laugh. Because I think you'd be surprised. Like. Emotional cheating. It's fine because <laughs> people don't talk about it. I'm gonna cover his mic. I'm really gonna cover his mic. <laughs> Sweet Jesus. Loading, loading, loading. I don't think I want to. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, um, that's the thing, like, so for people who think they're funny, right, and if they get into a relationship with someone, sometimes, in the scenario, the girl might want to laugh just because she knows that you need it. And that's like, it's a line in like one of my favorite films, that awkward moment. It's like, oh, tell me the things you love about it. I, lo- I love the way she laughs. I, lo- I love the way she laughs because she knows that I need it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, It's like, that, that's, a, that's a thing. Like, mm. And you, you see it in um, Big Bang Theory um, with Howard and Bernadette. Like, she doesn't really find him funny like that. She just, she laughs because she knows what it does for him. And then he, I think eventually he began to, he began to see that as endearing in a way that's like, I like that she's doing that for me because I do want to feel funny. Mm. Stacey, just as a reverse for that mm-hmm. not necessarily to david do you think you would ever laugh because you know someone needs it yeah and how long would you let that go on before we told them <laughs> oh my god i would never tell them this is like a psychoanalysis right now <laughs> i would never tell them you would never tell them not not voluntarily or not voluntarily okay don't ask me so if you just uh oh basically oh okay so don't <laughs> ask if you Jeez, oh, have, have we ever asked Stacey if she? The thing is, funny? the thing is, like I know for you a know, fact she's you know, done that for you know, us. You know, I know for you a know, fact. You know, oh no, no, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. 100%. Okay. There's some 100%. things. There's some things we we've said. And it's like I know Stacey don't know what we're yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah. And she's laughing. I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, she's yeah. doing that for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, but you're never in a relationship. You do that in a relationship, but you you just like don't ask me. No, I do that in a relationship. I'll I'll. No, she talks about everything. There's a survey. Yeah, yeah. I would chuckle. I would chuckle. I would definitely chuckle for them. Like. Stacy would be like, so when you said the chicken crossed the road, <laughs> what do you think that says about your inner child? Oh, gosh. Not the inner child. <laughs> nah. You know what, though? It don't come off like that. Like, it's very smooth. Like, we flow into these conversations and we just have really deep conversations. I have really great conversations with people in general. So... I try to also have great conversations with anyone that I'm in relations with. I told Phil about this one question I asked someone and... I ran out of the car when she said it. I was like, okay, so cool. Thanks for that. But it was like a simple question. I was literally like, like, what made you smile today? And yeah, I was like, cool, thanks. Wait, so wait, 
you are someone what made you smile what made today. you smile today yeah okay just like i just really wanted to know like i wanted to get like an in-depth knowledge just like how your day went like what okay. made you happy like what are one of the things in a in your day-to-day life that actually makes you like just smile or what are the people around you like just make you smile mm. and yeah he was like you <laughs> <laughs> The fact that that would be my default response. <laughs> let's get into it. Let's get into it. Get into what it. is wrong with that? Like, why did you say that to David? Of all people? <laughs> because genuinely, like, it doesn't feel. It wasn't me, right? It was someone. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, the minute you said that, I was like, I mean, we have girl, this conversation. Did, like, David sure said have. his answer when you asked. <laughs> So yeah, so you. The saying, thing is, I followed yeah. up to say you don't have to say that, and I would love like and more. But what if that's like, true? That. No, it is true. But also, I wanted like something that would tell me about you, like your day to day life. Like okay. I wanted to know, like okay. what, what, literally, like what are you grateful for day to day that puts a smile on your face? And it doesn't, ha- even if you didn't have one, I'd like that to be a genuine answer as well. Like I actually didn't, I don't think I smiled today or maybe I smiled in this one moment, but it's cause, and you can recollect your day and I'll be like, okay, so that's what happened in your day as well. Just something that gives me like good incentive to like get to know you more and also continue the conversation. But when you say me, it's, I just feel like you don't want, okay. One of my favorite things is when it comes to love, David's favorite things. <laughs> it's a segment. I love that. But honestly, it's when people just thoroughly enjoy each other. Just like, just just you, you know? Just like, I'm just into you. Because even as you were saying that, like, if someone asked me, when did you smile today? On a typical day, I probably didn't really smile, you know, dealing with some things or whatever. But when I, with someone that I love, it's like, no, you legitimately made me smile today. Like everything was dark clouds. Mm. And the minute you came in, I just, there was just joy inside. And like, that's legitimately how I feel like a lot of the time. If you couldn't tell. So if if that was the actual answer, like, would you rather him say not you? No, I wouldn't rather you say not me, but go for like, okay, what did it? So So then you want him to go into detail about not, why he was sad until you came in the room. N- yeah, like Fair. if so let's say I wasn't in your life. Me, trust me. <laughs> like yeah. But then also it's just I just want to actually get to know you and if it's sad mm. to get to know who you are, then No, but that's a part of it, right? Yeah, exactly. And Mm. I don't think that's sad. Like, and if you don't want to talk about what didn't, you can also tell me you don't. Mm. I'd rather know that because that would tell me more about you. So do you think, do you think that answer is quite, not invasive, evasive? Like you're you're trying to dodge something. Yeah. It sounds, Mm. oh, it sounds like you're trying to let me also, like you're saying something that you think I want to hear. And I'm like. Most women do want to hear that, you know. I don't want to hear that. I know you don't. You're very particular, (laughs) Stacey. A very particular taste. You're very particular. <laughs> Any particular Any particular taste. Any particular taste. <laughs> you guys are jarring. But no, like, yeah. So I was just like, cool. I think these little things also inform me as to like, just how your your mind works in terms of like conversation too. Cause I've had, com- like I've speak to my male friends for time on the phone as well. Like we can have conversations from like, just little questions and I love talking to someone I love getting like an insight onto like who you are like I said I want to accept you fully for who you are and I want you to feel like (coughs) you can be who you are like without any judgment around me and for me to be able to show you that I want also like 
have a safe space for you to share that and I feel like if we don't share that then we're always going to be like capped at a certain point yeah. in a relationship friendship whatever we're going to be capped at mm. a certain point and I understand the logic yeah, I don't yeah, want yeah. that but yeah I'm, I mean that's the thing like, I understand the logic it's just that the answer could be very simple and true yeah and it's like yeah if you're it's quite it's like it's quite cynical i understand it but it's quite cynical i'm not saying that in a condemning way but um yeah the answer could be be very sim- simple and true but you probably wouldn't want that in that moment yeah um, do you know what even the simple and true answer i'll be like I, I literally i took the answer for what it was as well i was like okay cool it's just that the follow-up conversation just still was giving simple <laughs> and, some people uh, are simple i know i don't think you could not date i don't think like you have to date a conversationalist don't you like if someone's not really a conversationalist, yeah, do you think it would work out? No. So I re- okay. So I re- there's a book I had to read. Not had to. I wanted to. Um, things I wish I knew before I got married. And in the book, he was talking about some of the differences that you find commonly, not all, commonly between men and women when it comes to simple things like how was your day. Mm-hmm. So a guy could look at his whole day, weigh up everything that happened, and say fine mm-hmm. and then that would be the actual answer whereas typically a woman might may, may go into the details and stuff and that's what happened in my in my marriage actually um i could easily look at my whole day and say fine and it's not that i'm trying to avoid anything that's my genuine evaluation of my day mm-hmm. like if you wanted something specific ask something specific mm-hmm. right that's something that you'd find quite typically between um in terms of a difference between men and women it does sound like however in this circumstance you would find it a bit difficult to be with someone who just would it just don't, like, don't really it's like simple answers or simple conversation just it's not stimulating for you yeah yeah that, i would feel sense. very like dismissed oh, oh wow no one no one's trying to do that boy. yeah boy. i'd feel very dismissed if mm. you gave me simple answers i'd be like okay, okay cool i'm just gonna go over there yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Oh, two interesting facts here. Yeah, just going back to the um, Instagram episode. So when you were like, you you love the um, the visuals of it. Mm-hmm. What's interesting is that the direct the, the um, director of, of photography from earlier seasons, Ava Bukowski, she actually directed this episode mm-hmm. or episode three. That's that's one. And then two, you know, Condola. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, you guys did not care about that directed episode things. I just thought it was interesting. No, that's I, cool. I, I, I love visual, it as well. visual I love storytelling it as well. throughout the I whole really thing. Like yeah. the DOP, so when a DOP so directs, it's, it's different. You see what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, the actor who plays Condola c- couldn't talk to Jay Ellis, who plays Lawrence, for like two weeks after filming. I found that fascinating because they they went there, like they went. I mean, she was pregnant in real life, so I don't know whether her situation was quite real and she was like using stuff from real life. Um, but whatever it is, she went there, and it's like I can just imagine. Like, let's say for example, you guys had a scene or an episode like that. And you're cool with Stacy, but Stacy went there in her head so much that she doesn't even want to look at you. It's like, oh damn, I gotta just give her the space. Mm. Have you guys ever gone there, like as actors, to the point where it's like you need something to bring you out? It's like, you know, sorry, real quick, you know, like in Michael B. Jordan for Black Panther. Oh yeah, yeah. He yeah. said he went there. Yeah, he had yeah, to have yeah, a lightning rod to pull him out because it was, as a therapist, yeah, it like it was it was too much. Like sometimes you you really go there in order to give some of the best performances, and the performance was amazing. Now, I was going to say, it's very interesting you say that because I was deep in it. Like, I haven't done enough frictional relationships on screen yet. I haven't done, like, my proper argument. I haven't done the, you know, I haven't done it yet. Like, I, I did, um, I was in my boy's music video. Um, everybody go Were watch. Were you on top of a car? Did you change in your car? 
<laughs> Call back. I get Too the joke. Soon. Yeah. I get the reference. Too Previous soon. episode. Watch it. Yeah. No, this is a We're music making video. fun of Stacy. <laughs> this is a music video of an actual script. And <laughs> <laughs> a plan. And a, and, and a plan. And a respect for the talent. A, yeah, you know, all the, all the basic things you hope a music video has. So, no, it was actually, it was such a great experience. Shout out Prey. He's an amazing artist. The reason is the song, but follow Prey on Spotify. But this song, Reason, so it was basically... My role in it, I was, you know, the romantic. <laughs> then, you know, with my lady and everything, we was having some friction because she just suspected I was cheating. And it was one of those, you know, you, you can imagine the argument. Who is she? Who is she? I'm telling you, I'm not cheating on you. And like that, that experience was fun. But because it was like a music video, it was like a day shoot and it was like really last minute and everything. I didn't have time to really go there. You know, mm. it's like, you know, sometimes when you act, it just comes a shouting contest and whatnot. But to like actually get to the point where you're like the person in front of you, like, no, like, what are you doing right now? Yeah, this yeah. is peak. Yeah. I still want to go there. So guys, we got work to do. No. So how about you, Stacey? I'm good. I've done that before. In, mm. It was in an acting class when I was younger. Oh, damn. Oh, Literally, no. it was the first oh, time no. I ever cried. Nah, like, school. <laughs> <laughs> it was the first time like I ever cried on camera. Mm. And it was... Uh, I don't know what the scene was. I think the scene was about a guy leaving me. Mind you, I was probably like 14, 15 Damn. doing this. Damn. No, I think I was even younger because I was in high school, not second, not in college. But I think I must have been like, let's say 13 then, 13, 14. Okay, maybe fifteen. But um, yeah, <laughs> like, actually, I'm still no, in high school. The numbers didn't add up. But yeah, I'm still got, in high school. Yeah. You were young. Yes, you I was young. very young, and um, I was being. I was being like coached in um, doing monologues and uh, my teacher was basically speaking to me about the scene that I did and he was like, okay, but I need more. Like, and I was like, I don't know what more to give you. And then he must've asked me like, so you're telling me there's never been a time where someone has like disappointed you and hurt you or you've been heartbroken, not even heartbroken, just like hurt by someone's actions towards you in a relationship. Mm -hmm. And I went straight to like a friend that I had, a female friend that I had, and we recently stopped being friends. And we were really close friends and I loved her. And we had, yeah, and the reason we stopped as well, there was no answers, no rhyme reason, we just left each other. But it was, it was a whole thing. And I just remember starting the scene, like, I was like, okay, cool. I was like, okay, cool, I'm gonna do this. Mm -hmm. And I, in my mind, I didn't think I was still gonna do it. And then I started like reading it out. And then what he said must've just rung in my head again. And then I was like, it made me remember her. And then I was just like crying. And I was like heaving. And I was like, <laughs> and I can't even read the script right now. And I'm just like, I'm just so sad. And I'm just so sad and I'm heartbroken. I remember looking at him and, well, not looking after I was like, are you happy? <laughs> oh, are you happy? Like I broke down. Are you happy? Mm -hmm. And he was like, <laughs> he was I knew it. I knew it. Oh, it was like, that's it. That's it. Literally that audition with Tosin. You know what you did? Um, what's it called? The Shout out to oh yeah, yeah, the screen, the screen one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah, when they yeah. break you down, they that's when the they love it. Literally. And then when I left, I literally was like, 
I had to take some time just to like get out of the environment I was in, went to take a walk outside. There was a little walking space, walk up and down. And I just took some deep breaths and I was like, I can't believe I did that. I can't believe I did that. Cause it's also so vulnerable to not control yourself. Mm-hmm. Like to let your emotions flow. It was such a vulnerable moment. And I wasn't prepared to be so vulnerable as well. Like, so when that happened, I had to take some time to like gather myself and gather my thoughts. And I was like, Stacey, just always prepare to be vulnerable. From that moment, I said, always prepare to be vulnerable because you don't always have time because there's going to be another scene and there's going to be other things you have to do other um, afterwards. So just prepare to like let loose. Did you feel that when you um, did the war as well or something similar? When I did the water, it was, do you know what? I kept on going to a place that I, w- I felt more tired like there was one there was i think there was two or three takes that i went to like it was a different i think because i was more prepared for that vulnerability i wasn't as chaotic in my like emotions like when i let it loose i was like okay because we're gonna have to do another take it was like like we're gonna have to do another take so it was Mm -hmm. like okay you can let go but also remember that there's there's another take that has to be done afterwards and you know you're gonna have to clean yourself up you're gonna have to pat yourself back together do your makeup but in the water i think i was more controlled in in my mind in terms of like understanding the when to break down because also whilst you're acting like it's weird because those vulnerable moments are beautiful but you can't always replicate them so i have to be cautious as to the part where i'm breaking down because there could be really important words i'm supposed to say for the audience to hear (laughs) and i'm out here like blubbering and no one can hear me and then it's like another take like we do another one Mm. so i try to be more intentional as to like my emotional breakdown or outburst so when you guys like go there, right? Let's just say, let's say it like that. When you guys go there, like you know when um, Neil Long slapped Tay Diggs. Oh gosh, oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> the, be- the best man. Um, when you guys like go there, do you care about your co-stars or do you feel like I need to get this out? I don't think there's a right answer to this, by the way. It does sound like kind of harsh, but I think in film it's quite weird. Like for example, you kind of spoke about emotional manipulation, but that's kind of what directors have to do, which is mm-hmm. something I'm finding quite perplexing at the moment, morally. But when you guys go there, do you have a sense of care for your other actors or do you feel like, I need to get this performance out? Uh, will you slap? I don't someone? know. <laughs> I would <laughs> never put hands on anyone. Like, not without their consent. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you let me know I can, I will. And I'll apologize afterwards, straight away. But there's a there's literally that moment where I don't care about them. There's I literally I there's the build up to it, and I care about what you have to say. But when it's the time where I know I'm supposed to like emotionally break down, there's a part of me that's like I'm I want to be authentic, and I'm so involved in what I'm feeling mm-hmm. that I can't. I can't see you properly. Mm. Like I can't see you mm. to care for you in the way that you deserve in this moment, mm. David. That's a good answer. That's an interesting question. Um, yeah, I feel like for me, I can't think of a scene where I've had to like really, well, would take me to the place where really giving in could put someone else at risk, like that. <laughs> but um, I feel like I, I I do always have a mindfulness of my scene partner. From what I can remember, what I've done. There is always a mindfulness of my scene partner. But as I say, I haven't had that scene where it's like, 
you know, imagine this as like a, a physical scene of someone that's like a brother that I'm really trying to, you know what I mean, mm. that be up, you know what I mean? Like, I haven't had that properly yet. Um, so I, I don't know, but I, I'd like to think that I I will always have that mindfulness of, you know, what's going on outside of the performance. I try and mm. keep that. Until a director goes, let it go. <laughs> so stop doing that. Yeah. We see you holding back. It's like, but I don't, I don't always... I mean, it depends on the director, the production, and what you're trying to do. But I always agree that having a mindfulness of outside of the performance is holding back mm. per se. But it's 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 a weird one. It's it's a weird one because I feel like obviously using Meisner technique, you focus on your scene partner to stay in the scene, and it just becomes you and the scene partner. Mm-hmm. But like the point of Meisner technique is never that. Like, you fully believe that what's going on is what's going on right now. It's just a matter of having enough concentration to get the truth of what's going on right now out. Do you think that, do you think that limits? It's a mind Do you think that limits a bit? I, I don't... Because based on, you know, if it does limit, then what we're saying is everything I've done so far has been trash. Not necessarily so, trash, just limited. Just limited, I hear that. And to be fair, I still don't feel like I've hit where I want to be as an actor anyway, but... Mm. um. I don't necessarily think it limits now. I don't think it does. But maybe when I do have that moment where I feel to give in and I give in, I have a different, I have a different thought on it. Okay, because I mean, okay, in 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 an emotionally dangerous way, I understand it. But wouldn't you say that you do that sometimes when you riff, when you're doing comic comedic scenes, that you've kind of taken away a restraint there, and you're just like, right, mm. let's get these jokes out, type thing. It's a, it's an interesting because just tell me everything. No, no, it's, it's, it's interesting because it's like comedy is almost safer. Like you can, like, and you even advise to break out the bounds when it comes to comedy. It's like the chains that was on, you break them and let the comedy fly. Mm-hmm. But if it's like a, like imagine an intimate scene now where it's like, this is your lady, you're doing the business. You can't, I don't think it's ever okay to just let go there. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to, mm-hmm. you have to rein it in. You have to know what's going on there and the same with like because i remember i remember when i was doing like um stunt fighting or whatever in in um in acting classes right and um the the teacher was like basically getting at joaquin phoenix because when he did joker like he basically let go to the point where he'd like because obviously you know that they they um rehearse mm-hmm. every fight scene right mm-hmm. but joaquin phoenix apparently he'd like just forget the rehearsals and do things to stunt people yeah, aren't yeah, expecting yeah, yeah. and actually hurt them. Yeah. And like the way she was it's talking dangerous. about that, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I don't yeah, I don't think that's it. I don't I don't think there's ever yeah. need for that, you know, because yeah. it's rehearsed for the purpose for it to look real. Yeah. You don't have to now go and add your own reality to it to now So you're 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 okay, correct me wrong, but it sounds like you're talking about an optimal performance. Like what what yeah. would it take to get to Okay, yeah, yeah, so yeah. but like I'm by the way, I'm I'm not saying I have a stance here, I'm yeah, just yeah, interested yeah. in where the conversation's mm-hmm. going, but like Something like Django, mm. where Leonardo DiCaprio bangs the table, that was cuts insane. his hand, there's blood on his hand, and yeah. he still touches Kerry Washington's face and oh, grabs okay. her up yeah. in the scene. That there, yeah, yeah. is extremely unhygienic, very Madly. dangerous, Madly. because it still could be cuts on your hand, yeah. and it's just unsafe, and it's like, but that was it was amazing it was amazing oh i'm my sorry gosh. there's no scenario where i say hey today when mm. you get into when you go on set cut your hand on purpose yeah, and yeah. smear it across someone's face and grab them and then mm. she better continue acting there's no scenario where that i will ever say that going through but <laughs> me watching that i'm like bloody 
hell. Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah, yeah. So optimal performance, who knows? Because, you know, mm. doing something twice for the first time is it's impossible mm. for one. And then two, kind of like what Stacey said, you can't do that every single time, that type of performance. Mm. But in terms of the things that we see and we're like, damn, that's, that was amazing. Sometimes it's just, they come from people just going there and almost voiding people's safety mm-hmm. and hygiene and everything. And it's, it's an interesting thing, especially probably coming from actors, because it's like, well, how do you toe that line? Yeah. Where do you go, all right, yeah, yeah. let me just go for this mm-hmm. because I know what this could be or you just don't think about what it could be. You just go for it because it's like, all right, I'm going for it. Yeah. And it's like, well, everyone has to just go along with this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like Magic Carry Washington stops and just wait, hey, there's blood. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, is this blood? <laughs> ah! I would have just screamed. I should have like, just like, it would have worked for the scene, though. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. But I think she did. Like, no, no, she, no, she, yeah, she, yeah. She did her lip quiver thing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but yeah, she she went along with it. Or like when Teddy did get got slapped, he went along with it. Mm-hmm. When everything, like he was pissed, though. Yeah, he, he was, was pissed. pissed. He was he was fuming. But that's the thing. Do, do you feel like? Uh, do you feel like you could say to an actor, "Be pissed afterwards." Like if I do this, if I go there and I do something, I get it, be pissed, but be pissed afterwards. No, I think that's too premeditated. <laughs> like you're trying to do okay, something. Okay, okay, no, not like say it to them, but more like this is the mentality you have towards them. Like I get you, I, I get, I, I might do something that's ang- like make you angry or I get it, but like be angry afterwards. The scene is important. I feel, I feel like I just need to, I need to do that scene and then I'll know because like yeah. right now it sounds like there's nothing that's really gonna take you there. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I, I, to be honest, I'm, I'm curious to explore because I, I do wanna go deeper, you know. Yeah. What about you, Stacey? I can't say that to someone. Mm. I can't say. To be fair, even maybe the pissness would even add to the. I'm like, do it. <laughs> I'm sorry, I won't. Like, I would, I would literally try to be as considerate as possible. And I think sometimes as an actress, even. Yeah, it depends what scene it is because if it's like um one where there's like kissing and like sexual you know intimacy. oh no if anyone says go there you'd be like no that's yeah like do you know yeah, what i mean yeah. we met porn. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. like i would i would and even i would i don't want to physically harm anyone like you still need your face for the scenes afterwards and if it's me talking about damn stacy i character? wrote a role for you and it's like i want you to go i'm joking but no it is a thought though it's a thought though because i do feel like you have that in you not necessarily to just go to just go there but as in you have it in you to play that role so well and for it to just come out and almost void other people's safety that as a director i would want to push you towards that but then hearing you say this is like i'll probably just leave it i've i've been do it it, fam i've been unhinged in like certain Mm. scenarios i think that's actually what makes me who I am now. So I'm more self-aware because I also understand the other side of a reckless, loose Stacey. Like, if I'm out on the loose, like, I understand the damages of that. So I want to be in control of myself and make sure that I never afflict that on someone. Yeah. I mean, this this is the thing, like, anyone who's not an actor, anyone who's not, like, working in film, to this degree they probably wouldn't understand this and be like well, how could you do that to someone or like they'll probably put a very very focused moral compass on this mm. but it's like again directors emotionally manipulate people and that's how we get some of the best performances you take that out of the context of film it's a bad thing to do mm. you put it in a context of film it's not that simple like to some degree 
actors would want a director to do that. It's like, get mm-hmm. this out of me. Like a lot mm-hmm. of actors. You know what I mean? How does that make you feel? You said you were like. Yeah. So like, okay, I, I've I've reached a point in my life, yeah, where I don't add morality to anything that isn't faith. If faith mm-hmm. isn't involved in a conversation, I'm not adding morality to it because the reality is, people gonna do what they want. Like, even if you if you, if you just look at it on a simple level, right? Killing someone, most people will say that's bad, but in some contexts, it would be congratulated or. In, in fact, if it encouraged, do you know what I mean? Like you see America kill Bin Laden, everyone praises them. Someone dies in America, tragedy. Do you see what I'm saying? So it's always going to be on that subjective level. There's no level of like either rules or something or logic that we can go back to and be like, no, this is bad in all contexts. So if it's not faith, I don't bother um, adding morality to it. In fact, I'm just like, they're going to do what they're going to do, if that makes sense. Because I've begun to see the world as very primal because it seems to be looking that way to me nowadays like people are going to do what they're going to do there's winners and there's losers that's just simply the way it is when we add morality to things it's like well who's to say that your morality is my morality do you get what i'm saying if i if i go and tell someone what they're doing is wrong they can just t- turn around and tell me well who are you to say what's right and what's wrong but when it comes to something like faith we can easily go all right whatever w- regardless of what we think is right or wrong there is evidence not evidence but like there's there's words here or there's a bible here or whatever that can say that this is right or this is wrong so if faith isn't involved i um i'm just like i'm not gonna put morality to on it but for me that's the way i'm observing everyone else by the way but for me and my journey i'm like i'm still navigating that because i want to be a very very i want to be a nice person i want to be kind to i want to help people but the idea of emotion manipulating someone in order for the, um, them to get something out of them is difficult for me. I found that very difficult on HSJ. Mm. There's so many times, because the thing is, yeah, I went, I, I've said it before, I've gone through a God complex. Like I've been wanting to get, I've, I've been wanting to like, not necessarily control people, but control perceptions, control the way things go, mad control issues, right? There are so many times on the set of HSJ, there were some times on the set of HSJ where I'm like, I know what I could do here. But if I do this, it could be dangerous for the friendship, for me, because if I enjoy it, what does that say about, what does that say about me now? Like, Damn. I, I, do you know what I mean? I probably haven't grown as much as I thought I had. But like, mm-hmm. there were so many things, it was like, there were so many reasons for me not to do it. But take away my morality or my moral compass here, and the fact that most people want to set up Christians, take that all away, probably might do it. I probably might, I don't know. But yeah, like, I hope that makes sense. Like, I've observed everyone else. If you're not, if you're not part of the faith, or you don't adhere to the faith, I'm like, whatever, because, your morality is different from her morality and her morality is different from his morality. But then when it comes to me, I'm like, I'm still navigating how I want to, how I want that to look practically in my life. Because like I said, directors almost have to manip- emotionally manipulate people. And I feel like I did it to a degree, but I didn't do it the way I feel like I could have. For example, let's say, do, I don't know if you remember, there were times where I'm like, there's a level above. Yeah, yeah. That's all I felt like I could say. Because everything I wanted to say, I'm like, nah, I can't say that. Mm-hmm. I can't, I didn't. Do nah. you think it makes, does, do you feel dishonest in those moments? No, because I don't see myself as, I don't see anyone, but let alone myself, but I don't see myself as um, rigid. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're all dynamic. So if I do something that contradicts what I do or think, that's just the reality of what it means to be human anyway. So I, I will never see that as like not being authentic or not being myself. 
if I contradict myself, it's because I, I'm being myself. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It, it is within me to be contradictory. Sounds very peaceful. <laughs> <laughs> literally, very peaceful. literally. It also sound nihilistic, but um, oh gosh, <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I, I don't I don't feel like I'm lying to myself. Um, I just I just I just look at the possibility and think. Imagine I I just imagine what it would have been like if I voided all my all my morality or what I wanted mm. outside of film. If I voided all of that, what would I have looked like? It I might have come with a better performance, but I might be friendless. I would love to see the tactic. You'll never be you friendless think... from me, Phil. Sorry, Stacey, you can go. No, it's beautiful. I just need to let them know. Yes. Stacey, yeah. same to you. We'll never be friendless until Amen. you go to Ghana and leave us. And then I don't have you anymore. No, I'm joking. No, I'll <laughs> move in as well. <laughs> Anyways, as you were saying, Please, I'm just saying, if you go there, you see us like waiting, like don't, don't be surprised. Let's do this at the airport. Can <laughs> we get a taxi? <laughs> Let's go to Ghana. Guys, you're invited. Come. I mean, Phil's having a son. I'll bring him, but probably can't travel for like a year. So. Oh, true. I mean, I could travel. <laughs> Not Lawrence. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Oh, damn. Yeah, yeah. No, but, um, yeah, I wanted to know, like, because I would love to see you just go there. Like, I would love to see what that looks like. Mm. And I would love to see the way it looks like to you as well. Because do you feel like if you went there, it has to be, like, the choice between there or and your friends or... Yeah, yeah. I, I see it as that binary because... You could have a situation where the film is encouraged and so is your friend through mm. what you're, through your choice. But the reality is when you make a choice like that, you are prioritizing one over the other because you're, you're either going, I want the film to be optimal or I want my friendship to be optimal. If you try to do both, you're not going to reach optimal, uh, optimal status in, in either of them. So in that moment, I'm just like, uh, yeah. If, if, if we end up not being friends because of this or if I end up doing something that's too invasive or too much, then I'll probably have to take that L because I wanted to make a film. Mm. But that's not something, that's not a step I was willing to take in that moment. Yeah. That's, you know, I'm, I'm asking because that's really interesting because I think in business, like I've been learning a lot about how to do business kindly and how to succeed even through kindness. Because I know a lot of the times as well, well, back in the day, it's been encouraged to have competition and to like see your co-worker as an opponent like and probably more so encouraged than women than it is men yeah, yeah and it's just not great for people's like mental health and yeah their well-being and yeah so i just wanted to put that in like the terms of like the directing thing yeah is there a kind way to do it and still get to the result i don't think so I don't think the thing is you'll get a result. So this is what I was talking about with David. Is like are we talking about optimal or like mm. a performance that's like? Do you know what I mean? Mm. You will get a result. I feel like the result we got with HSJ is good. Like I think is very good. Sometimes I watch, I'm like, damn, we did that. But I know it could have been way better if I avoided my rally. Mm. I just know because I, I think it's just what I know as a filmmaker. And then even the examples that we stated before, it's like when you really, really go there, that's when people are just like, damn. You see what I'm saying? For example, Marriage Story. I didn't rate it, but you saw that you saw the accolades, and you could see that they actually really, really went there. Man was punching walls and everything. Do you know what I mean? Like, I wish you would die. I wish you would die. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Big up Adam Driver. Hey, um, but what was I saying? <laughs> 
you see the accolades of people really go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you will get a result. I think we we kind of have this conversation. Was it on the set of HSJ? Or was yeah, it? It was before. Before. Like we had this conversation between myself, David, Toby, Iolu, and we decided that it was going for time. We yeah. decided to have it in the car on the way. David, um, Toby and I kept talking. David fell asleep in the car. Um, but he almost couldn't understand the fact that like you couldn't do both. Mm. And it's like, you could do both. Yeah. You could probably do both and say, this is good. But the fact is, if you don't prioritize one over the other one of them has opportunity to falter. And when you prioritize one over the other, there's an opportunity for it to be optimal. Like both of those things, does that make sense? Yeah? Mm-hmm. Are you sure? I'm with you. Are you sure? Stacy here, I'm here. Yeah. Are you here? I'm here, I'm here. Okay, I'm here. we're here. Okay, okay, okay. Keep going in. Okay, 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 okay. So, almost closing. Um, uh, what was, the, was another thing I wanted to talk about? Just quickly, yeah. We'll probably we'll, we'll talk about this, and then we'll probably go into the next episode if Stacey hasn't gone to. Ghana. Go to Ghana. <laughs> yeah, I got me for two weeks. Well, two weeks. One actually. Ooh, depends. Yes, quick. we're going to talk off air. We're going to talk off air because that's. Facts, facts. Let's be honest. So, new school black love stories. We mm. see it. Um, I mean, you can look at some of the circumstances in Insecure as an example as well. Yeah. How much? How different do you think they are from old school black love stories? I think the first indication is that most old school black love stories were set with a comedic undertone or just comedy, period, like romantic comedies. Do you think there's a massive difference between, let's say, the 90s and now, David? Stacey? David. Sure, definitely. I think. I rewatched. Um, this includes, sorry, this includes TV series as well. Yeah, yeah. I rewatched uh, Brown Sugar the other day, actually. It's cool, but it's not D'Angelo, you know. I rewatched it and um yeah, I just I loved it, but there was it does seem like we've kind of I don't know if this is totally <coughs> fair to say, but it feels like we've improved in the sense that like things seem a lot less as Stacey might say, airy fairy. Um, I can't believe you have this worldview. <laughs> you you usually hold the nineties movies Brother. on a pedestal, and you're like, nothing competes. <laughs> Growth. <laughs> <laughs> but no, honestly, honestly, I feel like um, I like I can fully enjoy watching Brown Sugar, mm-hmm. but it's like compare it to Lawrence and Issa and Insecure or something, or compare it to Love Life. Season two with Harper Jackson. Absolutely fantastic, everybody watching. I've been waiting to plug that show like since the minute we started recording. I don't know why it well, took me so long. But Love Life, here it is. But no, honestly, um, yeah, the difference is clear to me in the sense that this just seems more well, but I feel like we're allowed to be a lot more real now, you know, because back then, as you know, as much as it was a great thing to see black people on screen there is still an element of but only within a certain box. Yeah. It felt that way. The risks are a lot more. Yeah. 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 But now it's like that box has been bust open and there's just, there's a lot more room to fly in abundance. Mm -hmm. Limitless. We could do Kelly all episode, man. But how about you, (laughs) Stacey? Do I agree? 
really was a question. <laughs> with, um, oh, David. David. Oh, with David. I was, I was literally like, yeah. And then I was like, um, one of my, actually, one of my favorite movies for some reason is Baby Boy. And I was like, this is just toxic in a movie. Mm-hmm. And I love it. I love it. That feels real to me. That felt real. That felt like they weren't trying to do perfect. They were just trying to do what they got in front of them. And I remember the movie ending and I said, I'm rooting for the man that hit you. How did I get there? (laughs) I was like, how did we get here? Mm. But it was the better option than the one that was going to rape you. How did we get here? Mm. And I was like, mad okay and what even as you were speaking i feel like in terms of the black love movies i was never particularly like any relationship seemed healthy like i was never i i felt it more in the 90s like i think i enjoyed the 90s movies more in the early 2000 Mm. black movies black love movies because I feel like nowadays there's a lot and TV of TV shows and characters, so like that includes all the relationships you see on Fresh Prince, Martin, mm-hmm. Living Single, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Yeah. I just like to caveat okay. and say I didn't mention which one I enjoyed more or less. Just oh caveat. yes, that's true. Just he didn't. Caveat. He didn't. He, didn't. he just said better. <laughs> I mean, no, but I just want to caveat. Improved. <laughs> he actually did. Improved yeah. in it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, you know. Which is yeah. No, I think that's fair. No, I think that's fair. I think, I think now it's like, it's still in a very controlled way though like the way we tell our stories is still in a very specific way yeah i think it's still in a very specific way and i see it replicated so much like the specificity specificity Specificity. yeah that one that one yeah (laughs) i feel like i see that in a lot of different black black movies that i watch now black love movies now and i'm not as like inspired or riveted or like i'm not as torn that's this is why i really love insecure and i loved um what's that movie that we watched over the summer that i love um, no. no, immature. No, so like that. Yeah, premature, premature, premature. premature. And that's why I love. Is that still on Netflix? That no, it's oh. gone. Oh. It's gone. I mean, it, it costs, oh. No, it costs money to like leave the stuff on Netflix. So, no, yeah, true. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's an indie film. So. Yeah, Capitalism. it was so yeah. good though, guys. If you can watch it, watch it. Premature was so good just because it was like I don't have to like or hate anyone, and I didn't feel like they were driving me towards a specific like character that was better or less i just was like yeah. it, i just watched it and i just loved the dynamic because there was no pretense it didn't feel like there was any expectation on the characters it was just like be real man do you man and i felt them do them i was like no this is how i behave as well no like this is it so just so i can clarify david you feel like there were more restraints back in the day but now everything feels a bit more free but then Stacey, you're saying that you still feel like today there's still yeah. a bit more restraint. Yeah. That's an interesting one because you know, like when when you have a paradigm, I think it's just interesting where humans work, but when we have something that we consider a box or um this is you only make things within this parameters or whatever, when you break out of that, we'll fall into new parameters anyway. And that's just the way the industry works, that's the way capitalism works. It's like there's an audience for something. 
when you create one of this thing and it does well they're going to want to create more of those things mm -hmm. and then you create another box so the box is different the way i see it the box is different from like the 90s and previous films but it's still a new box so to, to an extent i think i agree with both of you but yeah i think it's interesting that yeah it's a, it's a different type of box i feel like the black love stories nowadays feel quite artsy fartsy <laughs> really love not just really love even premature i, I, I can't really even <laughs> i can't even remember do you guys sorry like i'm putting you on the spot but do you guys remember what i said about premature back um when we watched it I can't remember. I can't remember what I said. I just know you liked it. And... Yeah, I'm thinking back at it now. I'm just like, yeah, I'm not saying I don't like it, but it's quite arty farty. You know, just the. I think silence is good in films, but it's just. <sighs> just you hold one shot for a very long time and just silent, and it's just okay. I get you're showing the authenticity of the moment and stuff like that, but don't it cut does away. Feel, yeah, don't let them live in it. Yeah, yeah all, all that, all that stuff. It, sometimes it just feels a bit lazy, just a bit. Just saying. So um, we need an extra five minutes of this film. That's just that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's that's what I think Premature did because mm. they shot on film, which is expensive, mm. and they was it two weeks they took to shoot the whole feature film. Mm. So I, I think I was more interested in the story behind it and everything, mm. um, and the, the story behind the whole filmmaking. But I enjoyed the film nonetheless. But I do feel like nowadays everything is a bit artsy fartsy. I feel like people are afraid to tell a story that's quite gimmicky. But the reality is there are so many stories that are gimmicky. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, boy meets girl, boy likes girl, boy tries to get with girl, girl says, mm, no. And then, <laughs> <laughs> then they continue this back and forth and then she eventually gives in and then we say that's sexual assault. Because it <laughs> kind of, it's coercion. Well, that swept the rug. Yeah. <laughs> that swept the rug. <laughs> um, which is the gimmick that it, tr it seems like people are trying to get away from. So they try to swerve into another direction, but it's like, well, now you've created another thing. So let's say, for example, if we made a gimmicky film nowadays that's reminiscent of the 90s, that would be seen as very different from the films that are come out today. Mm -hmm. So it's like not, so there's not necessarily a right answer or anything. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's interesting that we, we escape one paradigm and fall into another one mm -hmm. because that's what was, it seems like that's what we're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. We're supposed to go, oh, we all like this. This is the way we like stories to be told. Let's see more of mm -hmm. that. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if if it's all always about shaking the table and changing things the way they were, then we should stop. Eventually, we should stop casting black women. We should stop casting women, and we should eventually go back to casting white men, and then go through that cycle again. Do you get what I'm saying? Should go for bed. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> we'll probably get into that on another episode, yeah, guys. Please, if you up. have any thoughts, drop them below. If you hate all of us. My number is <laughs> not going to be said right now. That makes sense. You're the sun. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you guys for listening and for watching now. And yeah. we will see you in the next episode.